Hi, my name is Allie Williams, and I am obsessed with all things business, building a life you love, and living via leaps of faith. I'm a 5-1 fireball of spunk and fun. Four years ago, I left my old Kentucky home via a 72-hour crowdfunding campaign to join an entrepreneurial program in Silicon Valley. Little did I know after, I would actually be learning in the best classroom, the world. From fun to failure to deep faith-forming seasons, I explored, built businesses, loved life, met a boy on an Instagram dating show, and realized I was finally ready to bet on myself. Now, I'm coming to you from North Carolina to teach you what my years of chasing success taught me. Life is not about beating or becoming anyone else. It's not about your income, accomplishments, or wins. It's about your integrity. The things you want simply lead you to accumulating the courage and character you crave. The process allows you to be exactly who you've always wanted to be. Here, we're focused on one thing, helping you live your best life. Yep, I am indeed the hype girl you never knew you needed. So buckle up, because I believe you were created to change the world, but that requires you to believe it too. The question is, will you? Here, you're gonna discover how. So let's dive in, shall we? Welcome to life right up your alley. What is up? Oh my gosh. I am really excited to have you here for this episode because this is truly one of the most asked questions in my DMs um, by women that I and coaching even when they are far down the line when it comes to building their business. I feel like how to find your niche is a conversation that is literally always prevalent because of the ever-changing variables. So whether you, you know, are just maybe thinking about starting a business or, you know, you're making six figures, this is very pertinent. It really is. And I think sometimes, you know, like how to pick your niche is um, looked over and it looks like more of a, a basic concept. But when you look at it from a lens of understanding that, you know, with social media always ever evolving with this industry, um, you know, the online industry, the information industry, the service-based, you know, providing industry. It is just crazy how quickly it is all changing and evolving and growing. And it is really interesting to me how um, I think it flies under the radar. So we're going to give it the attention that it needs because you if you are, you know, an entrepreneur, if you have a personal brand, if you, um, you know, really even have a career and you work in the office, you are going to be known for something. And what's funny is, I think as humans, we think of ourselves as one way when others see us for notable things that are of interest to them, right? Like people love labels. Labels allow us to put someone or something into a box um, of understanding. And then when we have it in that box of understanding, it's nice because we can like file it away and access it when we want it or, you know, keep it out and, you know, know like, oh, I need this right now and use it. And, you know, that is what it is. And so 
Um, being able to lean into a label for the purpose of marketing and for the purpose of creating traction in your business is a really, really smart, important thing. And some of the most incredible entrepreneurs I know um, actually, one, did that immediately and had really fast success or didn't do that immediately, hit it from a more broad standpoint, and then understood the power of the niche later down the line um, in being able to, for specific businesses they were creating or services they were providing, um, programs they were putting out, books that they were writing, understanding, oh, I should talk on this one specific thing to this one specific person because that specific group of people is, is in need of an answer, right? Or is in need of a solution, is in need of a service. And when there is need, there is opportunity for a thriving business, right? Because wherever you can serve in a big way and exchange, you know, money for that service, again, that's the place you want to be. So with that, um, the people who niche the fastest and the best are 100% the people who make it to the top of their industry over time. There are obviously many variables that go into that. So it's a pretty generalized statement. But again, for marketing purposes, understanding the power of the niche um, in order to connect with your audience and take them really deep and become an industry expert you cannot beat it. So I wanted to really give you that intro first and foremost, because again, I think sometimes we just graze over it and it's like, oh yeah, niche, whatever. Um, We know it, but a lot of people don't practice it. Whereas if you are looking for traction, if you are creating a business, if you're ready to bring in more increase for your business, if you're ready to take your business to the next level, I promise you the more clear you are on your niche, the more you are going to grow that business. And I am someone who, you know, I think one, I speak for so many of us, but I love, 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 love business, but I love nonprofit work. I love just being able to do something for nothing as well. And I think niches are actually extremely powerful, obviously within that too. Um, But when we're talking about niches today, I really want you to think about it from a place of more of a business woman or man um, in that One, you are solving a problem for a specific person in order to then, you know, get an exchange of what money because this is business. Um, And, you know, if you have a business and you're not making money yet, you don't want it to turn into a hobby. You want your business to make money. That will allow your business to grow. It will allow you to refine your processes. It will allow you to become an industry leader. It will allow you to know that the people who need what you have are getting what they need and they are getting it in the form that you see fit, which means you get to set the standard of excellence in your industry, right? What a gift. So Thinking from that business perspective, I'm going to take you through just five easy steps that you can use to find your niche. And if you are just starting out, just allow yourself to one, understand the industry and the type of business that you're doing. Is it a, you know, product? Is it a service? You know, is it 
um, you know, you trading time for money for something, whatever that is, just be able to know what that is because that's really going to allow you to speak to your specific niche. Um, so matching up both is really important. If you are way farther down the line when it comes to building out your business, um, when I see people in the six and seven figure um, in between, so if you're, you know, at that six figure mark, or you're really gunning to hit a, your first few, you know, multiple six figure years, you need to understand that like the niche services within your business or the, the niche offers within your business are going to be the things that expand you realistically and put down really deep roots really fast. So if you are looking for more of that monetary scaling, um, being able to understand one, what problem you've solved already is where I want you to kind of have your head and then think about that ideal client that you've been serving. And from there, you can kind of just keep her in mind of the other things that she may need in addition to what you've already been doing for her or him or them. So within that, um, here are the five easy steps as you keep your mind in that place that I just primed for you. So first, identify your interests and your passions. Very, very key when it comes to business success. If you hate what you're doing, I promise you won't get very far. So um, identify your interests and your passions when it comes to serving your ideal client. Like what are the things that make you light up and whether you don't have a business yet and you're just getting started like what are the things that you do with your friends or people come to you and ask you for you know advice about um what are the things that people um are always like wow that was amazing um that you do i promise you that that exists if you obviously already have a business when it comes to this i want you to think about the things you're leaving on the table that bring you joy or get you excited or um, are like almost the things that you like go off on a tangent about and then you're like, yeah, but okay, back on track. Let's, you know, get in that zone of genius that I'm here to help. Um, there are always those like side paths, I feel, that we can go off of um, and start to serve or start to help. One thing for me um, practically was I, you know, started my marketing agency, but then I was always, you know, getting calls from my clients and they were wanting business advice, right? So, or operations advice. And, and I realized pretty quickly like, oh, okay, I need to set some boundaries with this because I love it so much and I want them to thrive. The more they thrive, the more that, you know, we're going to thrive in helping them. And, you know, it was almost sequestering the attention I had on our first niche, which was marketing, creating a marketing solution for women entrepreneurs and scaling a digital footprint that, you know, created a ripple effect in the world. And so um, as I observed that, you know, I, I thought it was like, oh, I need to set this boundary. And then one day I realized like, oh my gosh, I should just charge people for this because even when I set this boundary, they still ask, right? So that became, you know, the second thing I could move into. Um, my interest and passion was just for operations and for just business, for bringing on a team, for understanding um, what it looks like to really grow and create a wraparound experience for a consumer, not just a one and done. And so within that, you have that too. So identify those passions, those interests that are being left on the table or the ones that people are coming to you for already. So the second one is identify problems you can solve. 
So if we know that, you know, we have those specific interests and passions, great. Now that second step is like, cool, what is the issue, right? So if someone was coming to me, going back to the story I just told you of how people were coming to me for business business advice as their marketer, um, I realized, okay, well, I really can't speak to taxes. I really can't speak to legal, right? You should go to your attorney. You should go to your accountant for those things. Um, but I can definitely help with understanding how to scale. I can help with customer journey build out. I can help with, um, you know, long-term vision and strategy of like, where are people responding to your marketing and how you can, you know, create products that fit that interest and kind of, you know, scoop that opportunity up. Um, so those were things I knew I could solve. So what are the things that you know you can solve? So if someone comes to you and asks you about it, you're like, oh yeah, well, X, Y, Z, you know, any questions? Those moments, those are your magic. So allow yourself to really lean into that. Um, three, research your competition. And I see a lot of people do this and it almost can create a, almost like a spirit of like fear or comparison or like, who am I to? Or there's like the complete opposite where it's like, oh, she charges this much. So I just need to charge this much. Um, Whereas I really preach and teach for you to be able to walk the talk Um, so what I would recommend is research that competition, um, identify like what level, if they're level one being more so like one step ahead of you and level four, they're, you know, killing it. And someone you really look up to identify what their rates are, identify how they're talking about their offering, identify what their offerings are that could, you know, compete with what it is that you want to create. Um, obviously take note of how much they're charging, um, but you don't want to copy. You want this to be a true embodiment of your interests and your passions and the problems that you solve and that intersection to be, you know, your solution. So just take in all that information and just challenge yourself while you're doing that research to just observe and look at it more as like scientific data, um, because then we'll go into step four which is determining the profitability of your niche. So once you've done that research, once you've been able to see where they are, you know, your competitors um, with what they are doing and the solutions that, you know, they are creating for your ideal clients, I want you to really think about um, long-term, what is the profitability opportunity? So when we think about long-term more so, when we're starting something new, when we're doing a new program or you know, when we're launching a new business, I really don't want you to look at five years yet. You can when you're in your big dreaming phase, but when we're in this like niche process, I want you to actually just focus on the profitability for you in the year. So you can figure out, you know, okay, I am going to open this up and I would really like to serve, you know, for the rest of this quarter of the year, this many people, and then the quarter after this many people, the quarter after this many people, what rate would feel good for me entering that first quarter, what rate, you know, once I have more under my belt would feel, you know, like the next best step once I feel like I've mastered it. And then after, 
you know, two bouts of 90 days, X amount of clients, um, how many or what is going to be the amount that's going to, you know, make sense for what you're doing when you have more of that confidence, you have the testimonials, you have the evidence behind what you've created and, you know, the solution that you bring, what is, you know, that profitability going to um, look like for that quarter and then add all of that up, right? And that's going to kind of tell you um, just kind of a, a loose possibility blueprint. Um, and, you know, it's easy to plan those things out. So I do caution you. Like I have been a millionaire on a piece of paper so many times. Execution is different than dreaming and planning, right? Um, so I want you to really err on a side of caution and almost do like worst case scenario when you're writing those down. Um, but allow yourself to um, really dig in and understand like, okay, this is ideally where I would be going. And um, once you've been able to identify that, see if that is motivating for you. Like for some things, it could totally be motivating. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm leaving so much money on the table. I should totally do this. This is such a brilliant idea. I can't wait to serve people in this way. But on the other side, sometimes you can have an amazing idea and a niche that you're passionate about that completely speaks to your interests and your passions. But if the market isn't there and you don't have, you know, the, um, I guess, desire to really create the market, don't, don't, right? So really get that down and then ask yourself, do I want to do this, right? Does this feel like enough for me? Because if it doesn't, you're just going to be bitter. And I would never want you to create an offering or a business and a niche that all checks out and makes sense, but doesn't actually serve you. Because if it's one-sided, it's not going to last very long. So within that, um, determine that profitability. And what I always like to say is, one, I don't really talk about new businesses that I am you know, putting out there like crazy. I don't like call all of my connections and blast it out and put ads behind something um, before I've made some money on it. And my personal rule is I need to make 5K collectively before I am going to, you know, like kill it and like throw it everywhere and market, you know, my pants off. And so um, set a benchmark for during that first quarter when you're introducing it, um, once at a price that would feel good. Um, so you know you're valuing yourself and and you know you are also in a place where you are able to enter the market competitively right um so don't make yourself the highest unless that's something that you feel super called to and you know that you can close those leads um keep yourself in a place where you can test things out learn um you know you can definitely bring in you know, first adopters to learn with. 
Um, and there's, you know, less skin in the game where you are learning how to walk and then learning how to run. So if that means, you know, you are starting at a $500 rate for your first five so that you can get your processes down, you can get testimonials, you can get everything going. And then, you know, that next quarter you want to sell 10 of them and you're going to up the price to a thousand or up the price to 750, whatever makes sense within um, you know, your specific industry and with what you're offering. So make the plan more so like that. That's going to make you one, feel more secure and less pressure as you're building. But then on the other side, it's really going to help you, I think, just understand more holistically, um, the, Thing that you are doing, you know, the niche that you're meeting, how you can talk to those people, you're going to have that momentum to ride. Um, and then you'll still know like that you're going in that right direction that you have, you know, a plan where you're going to be in a place where everything is profitable, feels good, etc. Um, and then the last thing really comes into what I was just explaining, it's testing the idea. So once you go through that profitability of your niche and you make that plan and then you understand your quarterly goals, the next part is then putting it out there. And I just said earlier that when I am first putting out a program or a new business, I'm not like singing it from the rooftops until I've made 5K. Um, and that, that might seem like super steep for you. That might seem, you know, very low for you everyone has different perspectives when it comes to business but for me i want to kind of do more of like a beta testing phase so i can have that confidence and like i said have that momentum that has been such a secret weapon for me as i have learned different you know industries and you know started different businesses i have to believe bigger than anyone else and if you are starting a business or leaning into a new niche Girl, you do too. You do too. Like the belief starts and ends with you and you teach people, including your clients, how to believe as big as you do. And then when you are able to have the space to perform and and really provide that service, they're going to be tried and true believers as well, right? But like it starts with you in the beginning. It ends with you in the beginning. So allow yourself to understand that first um, Q1 just goal and then um, allow yourself to figure out like what it's going to look like for you to beta put this out in the world. Um, so you don't need to say to the world, hey, this is my beta, right? But you don't need to put money into a crazy launch or expect yourself to do, you know, the marketing plans that are on par with the entrepreneurs you've looked up for ever to. Um, you just need to find people and, you know, identify if they need what you can do. And then once they're qualified, then sell them into it, right? So um, an example of how I make my first 5K on things is, um, if it is more of a service-based thing, then I will go through and look at businesses and like audit them. And then I'll just message the CEO and be like, hey, I was looking at X, Y, and C in your business. So good. I love X about it. And if you ever want any insight, I, I just audited X part of your business um, externally. And I found that there were a few opportunities waiting on the table for you. So if that's something you're ever interested in, please let me know. Obviously, no pressure. 
you know, XOXO. And people will reply, people won't reply, people will have different responses, but that in itself allows you to test. So allowing yourself that space and, you know, that's more specifically as like a service-based person and it's very easy more so in marketing, but I'm going to use a photographer as an example. If a photographer wants to pivot into um, more of a elopement niche, um, but you're not known for that at all or you don't have a following at all, um, you should go and find people that can model for you and you should take them and set up a styled shoot um, that doesn't have to be extravagant, but something that's going to emulate the kind of work that you want to create. And that's going to give you material to communicate and show people what you can do. And then from there, you know, putting it out there in the world, you know, connecting with, you know, newly engaged people, that's going to allow you to um, test and, and learn, right? And you're super allowed to put it all on social media. You are super allowed to put it out in whatever way you need. Um, I just don't want you to go, you know, balls to the wall and create, you know, this campaign and that. I see so often like people will go so deep into the things that we quote unquote should do to scale a business when you are starting a niche and you're starting something, um, you're going to want to make sure that you feel that confidence and that you have, you know, a, a rooting in it um, so that when you are stepping into more of a campaign launch um, for it or, you know, doing a big launch of whatever it is or um, introducing it to a market in whatever way you feel called, you know without a shadow of a doubt that it is powerful, that this niche is real, that you can change the life of this niche, and that they are missing out if they're not working with you. You deserve to be able to lead and talk about your business and act with that confidence. And so um, take some lessons out of my book. Testing, testing, and testing are a beautiful thing, and there's no shame while you're testing and deciding like, you know what, I don't actually like this niche, but I see this niche over here. So while you're testing, you can always, you know, take it a little bit deeper or iterate to, you know, the, the one next to it, but it's going to allow you to really firm things up. Um, and there is so much beauty in that. It is hard to, you know, share something shaky. So allow yourself the learning period and allow yourself you know, to be in love with the process as you're learning. I think there's so much glorification of the end result um, when realistically it is in the beginning that there's so much to do and it can be so overwhelming, but there's so much fun joy and it's, it's not something that you're cursed with. Like where you sit in your business as you're niching down, as you're launching new things, as you're creating new things, um, let it just be fun. Let it have joy. So I hope that this helped you. Um, if it did, then please screenshot it, share it on your story and tag me. I'm going to be resharing them. I love to see when you guys do that. And if it spoke to you, then leave a five-star review below. More than anything though, just go apply it. A huge reason that I educate and I have this podcast and I do the coaching programs that I do and you know I have the Bloom Conference is truly because if someone had told me these things I would have saved so much time so much heartache 
I would have had so much more confidence and I would have felt a lot more held when it came to starting a business. So just know the process is beautiful, that where you are holds so much purpose and be kind to yourself as you navigate these things. Um, go apply, apply, apply. If you have questions, you can always, always come to my DMs. I try and answer as many as I can throughout the week and stay tuned because we're gonna be talking about things like this all the time. They all work together, they all build off of each other. Just take it one day at a time, one lesson at a time, implement what you can and trust the process because I promise you, it is worth it. With that, I hope you have an incredible day and I'll talk to you soon.